Hey everyone, welcome to the Real Estate by Relationship podcast. I'm your host, Barb Betts, and today we are going to cover the system. I know in so many episodes prior to this, you guys have heard me talk about my system and what I do to consistently market to my contact list so that I get repeat and referral business. And you're probably thinking, Barb, you keep talking about this system, but you're not telling us what your system is. Now, this system that I've created over the last 18 years has been from a myriad of different sources. It's been through training I've received. It's been through my own experiences with clients, past clients, and future clients. And it also has been honestly gathering ideas from friends in the industry, things that I see in trainings, and really just figuring out what works for me. And that's something that I really want to be clear for everyone. Not all systems are going to work for you, and that's okay. What's so important about this entire marketing idea and real estate is that you're consistent, that you're consistently doing something that markets yourself and your brand and your services to the people that can use you or refer you. And the reality is I have a system for everything. And we'll talk about other systems in upcoming episodes. But today, I want to specifically talk about my intimacy marketing system. Now, you might think that sounds weird to use the word intimacy. Um, I really don't. I think that intimacy, as it's defined, is that it's a closeness or familiarity. That's what the definition of intimacy is. And that's what I'm doing with my marketing system is I am becoming close to my past clients and future clients. And I'm creating a familiarity to where they know we're in real estate. They trust us in real estate and they're going to use us for real estate services and refer us to their friends and family. Now, the key to this entire system, friends, is consistency. We've talked about consistency in so many episodes. And if you go back to the episode I did with Eric Johnson, you really hear about the importance in consistency. And every guest I have interviewed has talked in some ways about consistency. Because I truly believe without consistency, you cannot build trust. And we've all realized and, and learned that trust is the main aspect of creating a relationship with a client where they'll refer you. It can't be one postcard. Agents will send out one postcard. They'll send out one handwritten note. They'll host one client event and they'll say to me, Barb, I didn't get any referrals. I didn't get any business. Well, it's because you haven't done anything consistently. You haven't proved yourself. I often say that when I started in the business and my first clients, you know, 18 years ago who have stayed clients, who have stayed my friends, they've received a postcard from me every single month for the last 18 years. And they have referred me countless clients. They actually haven't moved. They've stayed in their home the entire 18 years, but they've referred us countless clients. Why? Because we've earned their trust. We stay consistent and by our consistent marketing system, we're able to stay top of mind. You know, most agents think when they ask me um, what my magic formula is, they think I have a magic formula and I really don't. I just keep doing the same things month after month, day after day, year after year. And guess what? It equals results. So what am I doing? What am I doing with my system? Well, I'm, I'm doing this to everyone in my contact list. I want to be clear about that everyone. I don't segment out people. I don't take people out. Um, I leave everyone in my contact list that I have a relationship with. Now, 
Do I go through and prune that contact list? Do I go through and make adjustments? Absolutely. Do relationships change? Absolutely. Do some people move out of the area? Yes. Has anyone ever used a realtor besides me? Yes, it happens. A lot of times a family member will go into the business, a spouse will go into the business, and I've had clients go into the business. So first and foremost, let's start out talking about each item that I use in this intimacy marketing system, and I'll give you a little background on each. And in future episodes, I will go very deep into some of these topics we're going to talk about. But for today, I'm just going to give you the overview. So first things first, monthly postcards. Digital Marketing Association says that there's an 80% open rate on direct mail. Um, The reason I use postcards is they're very easy to read. I used to send mailers out in an envelope. And what I learned was the problem with an envelope is they have to open it. If you just stick a label on it, it's extremely impersonal. And I found out that a lot of clients were frankly just throwing them away. Now, part of that was they didn't value the information inside of the envelope, which I definitely changed and transitioned and pivoted through the years. And now we create our own monthly postcards. Now, I know you're probably thinking, I don't have time to do that. And friends, I understand. We actually are working on a system to help you with that. So stay tuned for that. But in our monthly marketing postcards, we provide information that we feel is valuable to our clients. No, we do not send out just listed to our contact list and we don't send out just solds. We just send out information that we feel will be valuable to them. So we've done examples um, would be why the, the, why not to use Zillow? You know, what are the myths behind Zillow? We have done things around fair housing recently. We have done things obviously relative to the pandemic with how to prep your home um, for sale during a pandemic, how to show your home during a sale, what precautions are we taking? We've educated our database on those things. We've done postcards on the type of real estate we sell because believe it or not, some of your clients don't know that possibly you sell condominiums, vacation homes, Airbnbs, apartment buildings. You assume your clients know all the real estate you sell, and I can promise you they don't. We've done marketing postcards around holidays, obviously. We've done marketing postcards around going back to school. We've done postcards around graduation and being an empty nester for all those people that might become empty nesters. I could go on for hours and hours on different ideas for monthly marketing postcards, and I know it's hard for you guys to figure out, and I know it's hard for some of you to come up with, which is why... Hopefully soon, I'll have a solution for you guys on that. Next is handwritten notes. Now, I know a lot of people talk about handwritten notes, but very few realtors actually do it. I can tell you that I have learned the art of handwritten notes early in my career. I'm very grateful for that because nothing makes more of an impact than a handwritten note. How many of you, when you go through your mail and you open it, Do you open up something that's hand addressed before something that's pre-printed? I'm sure we all do. And how many of you have kept a handwritten note that was written to you over the years? We probably all do. And people say, what do you put in a handwritten note? Isn't that cheesy? I don't know what to say. Well, speak from your heart. Make someone's day. Tell them you're thinking about them. Follow up to a conversation. After every single listing appointment or buyer consultation, every referral that we receive, um, every interaction we have with a client that's meaningful, we are writing them a handwritten thank you note. 
every dinner, every lunch, every coffee, every gift I receive, I'm writing them a handwritten thank you note simply to say, I'm grateful for you. I appreciate you and thank you. And a few little tips on that for those of you that are nervous about writing notes is um, I like to sometimes write sideways. Little little uh, bonus tip here. It takes up more space when you write sideways. And I always, a lot of times write with a Sharpie just because it has thicker ink and you can put less words on it. I don't use giant cards. I use smaller cards and I don't overthink it. And that's really what I want to impress upon you. Don't overthink it. I want you to look back at your calendar last week and I guarantee there's three to five opportunities you had last week to write a handwritten thank you note. So go do it. Go do it. Don't overthink it. Just do it. And I promise you will get responses. The next is email marketing. Now, email marketing is a tough one in 2020 because let's face it, we are all are all inundated with so much email. I mean, I hit the unsubscribe button probably 20 times a day. I get it. But email marketing, if done correctly, will get you responses. My open rate is close to 30% on most months. Why? It's because of what I'm putting inside the email marketing. I am not just doing just listeds and just solds. I am not just doing straight real estate information. I am not just linking a bunch of articles. So what does our email newsletter look like? Well, when you open up the email newsletter, the first thing you're going to see is a video and video friends is key. And we can talk in a later episode about the nuances of email marketing and what works and what doesn't. But I can tell you that an email that is not embedded in the email actually has better open rate than one that is linked. And I know that's probably shocking, but when video for, for whatever reason is embedded in an email, um, the spam filters kick it out more often. So we link ours to a YouTube video and put a cute little picture and they click on it and go directly to YouTube and watch our market update or frankly, whatever information I'm delivering, it's not always a market update. Uh, we are in, I'm recording this in October of 2020. We have an election coming up in November and we have a couple housing propositions on the ballot in California. And so in this month's market update, I did an overview of the housing propositions that my clients are going to be voting on in November valuable information, right? Things that they're going to want to listen to, not just the same old low interest rates, low inventory, crazy market. Everyone knows that. Tell them something they don't know. Tell them something that's going on in your business. Tell them a story. Tell them something that's going to make them actually click on that video. Below that might be information or a graphic with some kind of market stats that I do for the areas that we serve. Below that usually is our active listings. Then we go on to our listings that are under contract and then we go on to recently sold. So yes, I do market my real estate in my email newsletter, but the intro to the email newsletter, the top of the email newsletter has nothing to do with real estate sales. It has to do with how I can help them serve or how I can serve them and how I can be of a resource to them. The next is outgoing connections. Now you noticed I said out going. Real estate friends, you cannot sit back and wait for your phone to ring. No one is lying up at night worrying if you have enough escrows in process and enough commission checks coming in. You have to make the outgoing connections. Now, this is my number one pain point. I'm going to be very transparent. I hate the phone. I hate calling people. 
And I've often been told we hate doing the exact thing that we hate being done to us. And I hate answering the phone. I know it's a shock. You're like, Barb, if you know me in real life, well, this is real life. You're so social. You're so outgoing. Well, the reality is I'm kind of a fake introvert. I really don't like talking to people. And I, now if I know you, game on. But it's hard for me to just pick up the phone and call someone unannounced for no reason. So I figured out a way to make my outgoing connections in a different way. I do a lot of texting. I do a lot of Facebook Messenger. I do a lot of video texting where I film a little video and send it to the person that I want to connect with. I do a lot of Instagram DMs. We're going to talk a lot about social media coming up. I do a ton of outgoing connections in a way that works for me. Now, I like doing outgoing connections in a way that works for me because I don't want to bother people. So I always use the example of my school teacher friends. If I called them at 11 o'clock when I have time blocked on my calendar to do my outgoing connections, I know my teacher friends are in the classroom. And in 2020, they're likely on video trying to do their teaching. And I know that if I call them at 11 a.m., I'm interrupting their day. And typically, I'm interrupting their day just to say, hey, how are you? I was thinking about you. And that's inappropriate, in my opinion. So I choose to text them or send them a Facebook message. Now, I don't believe that that can ever replace communication and us actually speaking to each other voice to voice. But what I like to think of it as is make someone's day. So in my calendar for my outgoing connection time, it actually says make someone's day calls. And what I do when I do that is I send people messages to try to make their day. I am not sending messages asking them if they want to buy or sell real estate. I'm sending a message saying, hey, I was thinking about you. How are you? How are the kids? How's the family? How's the dog? Or I'm taking something I see on social media and I'm turning it into a message because I want to go deeper on whatever they shared, whether it be a new job, whether it be a celebration, whether it be something sad in their lives. I'm showing that I care about them because anyone who sits down and makes as many outgoing connections as I do on a daily basis to people that they love and people that they have relationships with, I care about them and I'm not asking for real estate. Now, conversely, friends, as salespeople, we have to get better at asking for business. And so yes, when the conversation does turn to real estate and they do ask me, how's my business? How's the real estate market? I absolutely will return the conversation with telling them how things are and making sure they know that I am always here to help their friends and family. I am always here to answer real estate questions. I'm always here to guide someone through the real estate market. You do have to capitalize on those opportunities to ask, but the initial reason that you're reaching out to them cannot be about sales or it's not authentic. It's just you looking for another real estate transaction. The next thing I do, is I like to call it porch surprises. And the reason I call it porch surprises is because I really usually do just drop it on their porch because, again, people are busy. They're not home. They're cooking dinner. And sometimes I see them face-to-face, -face and sometimes they know I'm coming. But I like to leave little gifts on people's porches. I also do this through the mail. Um, and what do I do? I've learned over the years, you need to make it valuable. It can't be cheap throwaway stuff. Um, that doesn't mean anything to anybody. So I've learned that I, for my business personally, it works to leave behind branded items. And so we've done everything from koozies 
to jar openers, to um, reusable bags. The biggest hit in our business has always been pizza cutters. And these are all things that you can find online, places at like 4imprint um, and various other play, you know, marketing companies online. There's plenty of them. Um, people love these. And what I love about them is they go then share it on social media. Um, they'll take the koozie to the river and take a picture of it. They'll cut the kid's pizza with the pizza cutter. Um, they'll use the jar opener when they can't open the pickles and then they'll share it on their social media. And friends, all that is, is free marketing for you. And what better marketing than a happy past client or a friend or family member of yours taking your brand and sharing it with everyone. People like to poke fun at these. They like to poke fun at these and say that they're silly and they don't work and who cares. And well, friends, I can tell you the exact opposite. So what do I recommend? If someone isn't home or you don't have time to see them or you're just a little scared, drop it on their porch, snap a photo, text it to them and say, hey, was in your neighborhood, wanted to stop by and, and let you guys um, have a little gift for me. And remember, I'm here to help anyone you know. Um, you're going to get caught by a lot of ring doorbells, friends. That's a new thing in 2020. And so, yes, I've had a lot of conversations with my clients through their ring doorbell, which is super fun. Um, but we can also use mail. I have started mailing gift boxes. I've started sending stuff that I can fit into an envelope. Um, and what helps me with that is I can expand my reach a little bit and get to those clients that don't live as close to me as I would like. Next is face-to-face. -face. Now, pre-pandemic, I would have one coffee or one lunch a week with a past client or future client. And why do I say past client or future client? Because everyone in your database is a past client or a possible future client. And so I would make sure that I would have one of these a week, um, happy hours, dinners. Yes, I love breaking bread with my clients. I love hearing how things are going in their life. I love building that relationship. And this is how I make my trip work for me. This is how I spend so much time with my friends. People are always like, Barb, you're always with your friends. Well, yeah, because my friends are my clients or future clients and I enjoy spending time with them. I enjoy going to happy hour. Do I talk about real estate? Absolutely not, unless I'm asked. And if I'm asked, of course I talk about real estate. And if you're afraid to do these things with your clients or you think it's a waste of time, I want you to understand that 99% of the time I am asked about real estate. I am asked about my business because it's natural for someone to say, how are you? And I like being face-to-face -face with people. I like seeing body language. I like seeing tone. I like seeing energy. And this helps me be more confident in what I'm talking about or sharing when I can see someone else. I like taking an hour out of my day to go take a client to lunch. I like going to coffee. These are things that you can add when we can go back safely to seeing more people in person that you can add to your business that I don't think a lot of real estate agents focus enough on. And it is starting to begin again. I am having dinners with clients. Um, we are meeting face-to-face -face more often. And that brings me to the next thing that has changed because of the pandemic, but there's still creative ways to do this, friends. We do an incredible amount of client events. Client events have been my key to creating community in my database and within my contact list. Client events are the key, in my opinion, to creating intimacy because your clients and past clients and future clients get to see you in action with other people. 
And then they come to your party and they see four other people they know that they had no idea you sold their home to. And anytime someone sees that other people they know used you as well, it gives them that extra confidence and trust in you. I have watched relationships blossom from my client events. I have watched people meet each other and continue to see each other at every client event every single year, and they build their own relationship. It really, really works, friends. And in 2020 and into 2021, yes, the events have to look different. We're having to do drive-by for our gratitude gathering in November. We, we can't gather in the place we normally do. My spring party um, that I had literally the week before COVID began or the week before the world shut down, I'm not going to plan to have in March. Hopefully, I'm going to plan it for later in the summer, but I don't think that I can plan it for March just yet. So I am having to get more creative. We are having to do smaller group gatherings. I'm having to do some happy hours. I'm doing some virtual events. There's ways to get creative in the space that you can do it. But I promise you, client events bring people together. And you are the common denominator in bringing those people together. And the other thing I will say about client events is you get this benefit of all of the marketing that you do through the entire client event. Think about this. You're going to send out an invitation. I like to mail all of our invitations. You're going to follow up and make sure that they received that invitation. Then you're going to likely check in with them right before the event to make sure they're still coming. Then you're going to see them at the event. Then you're going to follow up after, hopefully with a thank you card, thanking them for coming with some photos from the event. And then you're going to post all the photos on social media to show all the people that didn't come how much fun it was. Friends, this is marketing from beginning to end. You, with, a, with a properly done client event, you probably have six to eight touches with your entire contact list. Social media. You knew we were going to get here. You knew I was going to go here. And I promise some upcoming episodes are going to go deep, deep, deep into social media. But let me tell you, nothing has helped me take relationships to another level than social media. And why? Well, number one, your clients are sharing everything you need to know on social media if you would just listen. And it allows me to reach a far bigger audience. I don't have time every day to call 50 people, but I can reach 50 people via stories and posts and videos that I share on social media. I can engage with a lot of people on social media in one day. And the key to social media and building relationships is taking the online offline. And we're going to do an entire conversation on that because I have a whole system for taking the online offline. But the real reality is social media, if used correctly, if you share a little bit of who you are, so people can begin to know you, like you, and trust you. And at the same time, you engage and connect and get to know and like other people you will build and deepen relationships. It is a key, key part of my real estate by relationship system. And in 2020, through this year of the pandemic, it has helped me grow by leaps and bounds because it was one of the only communication platforms I could use when I couldn't get face-to-face -face with people. 
when I couldn't go out and take them to lunch, but I could connect with them online. And we're going to talk about all kinds of ways that you can do that and make your trip work for you. So I hope this was helpful. I hope understanding my intimacy marketing system and kind of what I do is helpful because I want you to know it's simple. Nothing I'm doing is complicated. Nothing I'm doing costs an incredible amount of money except for maybe the client events, but I would encourage you to start small on those. The key to everything I have shared with you is consistency. It's not rocket science, friends. I am not, you know, brilliant that I came up with all of this or I learned these things and applied them and made them consistent. All I did was did the same thing over and over again to generally the same group of people, which in the end creates the trust that you need in order for someone to refer you. And that's all this system does is builds relationships and creates trust. But most importantly, it makes me feel good. I can't do anything I don't feel good about, and I can't do anything I wouldn't want done to me. And every single one of these things that I do in this system is something that I am happy when someone makes my day. I'm happy when I get a handwritten note. I don't mind opening up email marketing from people I trust. I love getting gifts. So fun. I love going to lunches and coffees. I love going to parties and I love social media. So can you not understand why this system works well for me? Now you may think, Barb, I don't like some of those things. I'm not going to do some of those things. Well, that's your choice. But if you just take two or three of the things that we talked about today and do them consistently, I promise it will lead to success. I hope today's episode was helpful to you. If you're enjoying what you're hearing, please do me a huge favor and hit the subscribe button. More importantly, leave us a five-star review. I would be very grateful for any of those. And until next time, stay consistent, make someone's day, and we'll talk to you again soon. Bye, friends.